glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch Alright, boom. At long last, we finally made it. Literally, finally made it. It's been like at least three different times that I was set to return with a brand new episode, but we ended up not doing it. Because like the next day, like one of the days I was hungover, one of the days I was still kind of tired and lazy. And last but not least, today we finally landed here, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. It's episode 308 of Kicking It with the King. It's your host, Gabriel Hernandez. As always, it's Wednesday, November 25th, 2020. It's good to be back. Oh, we got a, a list for you. Definitely. We got a whole show planned out today. Um, a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of things to talk about. Um, obviously, like I said, as always, we... Um, are available everywhere you get your shows exclusively on Spotify, Podcasts, Apple, iHeartRadio, and everywhere you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure to subscribe to our show, like, share, rate, review. What do we post here on? Oh, we posted something on the Kicking It With The King podcast Instagram. You can follow that on Instagram, KWTKPod, as well as... um my instagram g the king official it's good to be back almost thanksgiving tomorrow's literally thanksgiving so like doing a podcast right before i said i wasn't gonna do one on thanksgiving because like like i said in the last episode what normal human does that you know you're supposed to be spending time with your family your loved ones if, if you're working salute to you if not you should be enjoying it with your family if you don't have family oof that's a tough one i don't know what to say with that one <laughs> but anyways it's good to be back here uh, we got a good show um to start our show off it's pretty interesting i wrote these in order on the list and i guess we're gonna talk about them i guess we're gonna go in order right better to start off from the top and go to the bottom from rather than go from the bottom to the top i mean I, apparently i just jotted together some notes and you know obviously those still stand to be the things that i was going to talk about on today's show you know how you have like podcasts and you have a set um notes you have your notes set and stuff for like what you're going to be talking about and then like some additional things come like in the world of MMA, man, you're not guaranteed to talk about one thing or one spe a specific 
uh, specific list of events or things like that. It's like usually like something pops up and you add it to it, like a fight fight news being booked or, or something along the lines of those. Um, that's usually the case. But, you know, sometimes you add some things on and stuff. But we're going to start off simple from top to the bottom. So um, in California, right, in the United States of America, the coronavirus, COVID-19, a.k.a. whatever the fuck you want to call it, um, has significantly had higher rates and rising rates. And, you know, like it seemed like for the longest time, right, we, we were doing fine, I guess. You know, things are starting to open up, in, at least in California. I don't know how it is in all the other states. I'm strictly a Californian, and that's specifically what we're here to talk about, right? So, like, the rates in California have gone up substantially to the point where new lockdowns have happened you know they happen in other countries they slowly but surely start to kind of re-lock things down as well as here in california right they're doing the same exact thing mr newsom's doing the same exact thing again you know he's attending parties with no mask on but telling us to you know that we have to be locked down and we can't do this or we can't do that but anyways like i said that's not the point so interesting point i know there's like i was thinking about this literally when I was on the way home earlier. Um, so, like, you know how the rates are up, right? And, like, at the very beginning, I think, of all this, like, around March or so, March, April, whatever, whatever, I don't know the exact date or anything like that, but um, it's like, for the longest time, it was hard to even get tests. Tests weren't even able you know, available to, to the public like that, you know, you can't just drive through and get, wasn't it like free testing or something like that? You could just literally drive your car through there and they'll test you and then you leave and you drive and you stay in your car. I mean, I, I could have sworn, like, I remember just seeing like so much stuff. That's why it's important. Like I was thinking earlier, it's important to have your facts before you get on a podcast and talk about them. But I'm not here like to spit facts. I'm not here to talk about facts. Truthful statements, but not fat. I mean, I don't want to have all the technical terms and stuff. I just know that the longest time, you know, for the shortest, longest time, it was hard for them to even get that many tests. So obviously, when you get access to more tests, you know, in this day and age, what we're going through in this global pandemic, you're going to have positive tests and you're going to have negative tests. But the number still stands for the positive tests and and uh, ne- for the negative tests and stuff like I mean what, so what I what I mean by that is a number but uh, I, I fucked that whole part up we should cut that last part out for sure um what I was gonna say was uh so the, the amount of people that have survived is surpassed why don't we even take a look let's take a look at the number like where can we get some valid information like you know I want I know that just the the numbers of people that survived and overcame it I've heard. It, it's like substantial, man. Okay, so this is worldometers.info, not .com, www.worldometers.info slash coronavirus. Okay, so the United States leads the way with 13,065,179 cases and probably a little bit more if you want me to be honest with you. You know, it depends on how often they update it. Um... Deaths, 20, 260, I was going to say 20, 267,282 deaths, recovered 7,690,000, 
877. You want to know how many people are recovered slash discharged? So 7,690,877. 97% survival rate for those people. 3% survival rate for the people that died, unfortunately. 267,282. This is like a helpful website. This uh, this site's always like updating and stuff. Like it's I literally like literally this I've been looking at this site since like the early earlier of this year basically. Like it's really I mean that's substantial though. I mean the amount of deaths compared to the survival rate, it's it's that's something that a lot of people don't look at when it comes to a lot of things. I mean I, it's it is like substantial, it is dangerous. You never know who it's gonna be to get this deadly disease that's that's roaming our earth right now. It's and it's like a fifty fifty game. Like you you're gambling literally every single day of your life. Like literally every single choice you make, unless you have the virus and you've had it before and you you've survived it. So basically, I can just sit here and say seven million six hundred ninety thousand eight hundred seventy-seven people don't have to worry about getting it again or passing it. Right? I don't think you can. Can you contract the? I mean, you have the antibodies. The antibodies fight it off. So basically, you can sit here and comfortably say that. Those 7 million people don't need to worry. But if you haven't got it yet, and you're still kind of nervous or you're worried that you're going to get it, that's where you have to worry. That's when you're gambling. That's when, Especially when you go to the supermarket, especially when you go to your local Walmart. Anywhere that's a tight space, anywhere that you know attracts a lot of people. You know, like a supermarket, like a gas station, mainly supermarkets and closed stores. Maybe like I would say like the two most packed places have to be like Costco, Walmart and, you know, like every fucking grocery store, especially when around this time, especially around holiday season. I mean, like the other day when I went to what was the Save Mart? I, I mean, it wasn't too packed. I mean, it, it was actually, it wasn't Save Mart, actually. It was Food for Less. Hey, Save Mart was before that. No, this Food for Less uh, went over to the city over. I'm not going to tell you what city it is because there's weird stalkers and stuff online probably too. But, um, dude, it was packed, man. It was like jam-packed traffic, especially all the way back in the meat section, obviously, because there's turkeys and shit like that back there and all that. Um, it was packed, dude. So, like... You know, all those people being together. I think I said this on the last show, the last episode. The whole, like, you know, not everybody comes in this fucking store with gloves and just absolute protection, you know. The, the most people have is a mask on. That's literally all you got to have to get into some places. <laughs> Especially if you don't like, if you, it's like, if you just want to get your shit and get out and not deal with bullshit or anything, you just, just wear a mask. Just bring up, just keep your mask in your car if you, if anything, but, you know, how nasty and germy it is keep a mask unwashed or anything for a long period of time just to get into a store you know it can kind of cause some people to to break out like i've had a couple friends like start to get acne on their face a lot more recently because they're like the mask because you know like, i don't know it just like covers it up and like feels like a cloth on my face like a cloth limiting my breathing so all right so let's get back to uh like what we were saying so like basically 267,282 deaths and counting, but, you know, 
we have millions upon millions upon millions of people in the entire world and entire in the United States of America. So these numbers aren't they, they, they can keep on going up. And, you know, maybe vice versa. If it was the other way around. So let, let's let's backtrack for a second. Right. So maybe. OK. Excuse me. Let me take a drink real quick. I don't want this shit to get cold. Okay, so maybe there are 7,690,877 deaths from corona. Maybe that's when you'd be a little more worried. But then there's just, there's categories of people out there that just feel like they're Superman. Like they're they're inferior to this virus. They can go out every single day, not wear a mask, not go, not practice their distancing, not doing all that. Even though social distancing and and wearing a mask really can't, in my opinion, is not gonna stop a deadly virus that contracts through the air and stuff and, and flies further farther than, than six feet, especially with the wind going on and stuff like that. Can only imagine how much more faster it can travel. But I just feel like that. The six feet, I mean, you can distance yourself. I mean, I've known, there's people like, you know, I've heard, uh, like, a couple, oh, who was it, who was it that, you know, was tested uh, negative, and he was in the, who, it was, I think it was Frankie, was it Frankie Edgar? Or some, uh, some, one of the fighters, I can't remember which fighter it was, but I've heard, like, they were, like, literally in the same room as the person, and they had COVID, they tested positive, and tested negative, and all three times he tested negative, even in all separate tests. So, I mean, it's so fucking weird how how this thing goes, because, like, you think, like, say you're just around that person, you're going to get it. It's like, what, if they cough on you, or if you touch something they touch, or well, how, like, it's so crazy, like, how it, it transmits, man. So, I mean, guess you got to go off the government's guidelines, oh, six feet apart. No more than these amount of people in there. I mean, but then again, you look at it. There's so many different categories of people that have responded to the way to handling this this virus. Some people are, oh, I'm gonna stay inside. I'm not going anywhere. I'm ordering my food online, have it delivered. I'm not going anywhere. But then you got people who are just like, fuck this. Get the boat. Get the trailers. Let's go party. Let's go somewhere. Let's all gather together. They don't give a fuck. And those are the people that, at first, maybe have started to give a fuck at first but then after a while there's like you know my freedom my my you know just yeah my freedom my freedom is you know i don't get to do anything sitting at home going crazy it's like my freedom is being taken away due to fear and fear and panic are two top things that can cause people to go insane you, you have fear. There's like, you, you're fearful of something. You're never going to want to move forward with whatever it is you're doing. Or you're never going to try to do something again. Like a like a task or a job or a hobby. Or, or just any, anything that you do that you're nervous about. Anything that you want to do that you're nervous about. You're not going to want to do it. You're nervous about getting the virus. You're not going to go to the store. You're not going to go out in the public you're gonna stay at home and for the people that are more vulnerable that's the safest thing to do because you don't know especially if you get it i mean if, if anything the only people that really got it, like i know i know it's crazy you know i know this is like really 
outrageous statement to say right now, but you know the the ones that I feel no matter what should be worried are the ones with more vulnerable systems, more so older people, more so people with a lot more failed immune systems because you don't even have to be old to get it. You can have a horrible immune system and just unfortunately be one of those people that succumb to the virus, unfortunately. And it's unfortunate. People die every day. There's worse things that have killed more people. I think the flu's killed more people than coronavirus, for sure. Um, but like I said, going back to the recovered numbers, like if those people, if it was flipped and it was millions of people dead, then that's when we'd be fucking worried. Like, dude, we would have to go and like, there's the whole entire world to be in a panic. I mean, God forbid, I hope something that crazy doesn't come within the next few, like the next 10 years or some shit like that. Like, something that just ravages through the entire population and just kills everybody. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, this is gonna, I mean, we're all over the place, but there's just something that popped in my head right now as I was thinking about. You know, like, when this whole thing started, and, you know, the outbreak happened in Wuhan, China, I think the smartest thing to do, regardless of if you're quoted as a racist or or, or things like that, what, what, why, how can they uh, label someone racist for wanting to close off travel, international travel to China? They should, I mean, China is our, like, number one thing. You look at everything in your fucking room. Oh, this made in china oh this car made in china oh these phones made in china uh mm, what's this oh headphones oh assembled in china in china in china dude that's literally everything you got i mean that's our number one like trade partner or was i don't know how their relationship is now but you know that's like our trade partner those people deliver the goods man they, they make a lot of good shit in china but then again if you look at the united states relationship it's not this most solid relationship with china at least not as of late. Maybe, maybe in the future it can be strengthened and strengthened and stuff like that. But um, one thing is that you know it's like this outbreak in Wuhan, China. I mean, it's inevitable to uh, not have this virus spread as as it did. But you know, like closing off travel to the United States of America, closing it off to China. Right at the beginning would have been the smartest thing. Not saying that that would have worked. I mean, shoulda, coulda, woulda. But, you know, I know there's really no in in inevitable way to, to stop everything that's going on. But, you know, fast forward to now, they've distributed multiple vaccines and, you know, supposedly supposed to be releasing in the second week of December. But, you know, d depending on who gets them first, I mean, first responders, all the heroes, all the superheroes that, you know, they have to be safe. You know, they have to take care of other people. So if they're immune to this deadly disease, you don't have anything to worry about when you go into work every day, you know, as a nurse or as a doctor, when you're getting people with Corona, because they're going to have multiple vaccines and and the recoveries are going to go up. Um, you know, God forbid anything bad happens when you take the vaccine. Um, but the recovery numbers are going to go up. A lot more people are going to be safer. And I think with the vaccine, you know, a lot more things can be more normal. You can you can take the vaccine and not have to worry about, you know, going somewhere or, or infecting someone or um being unsafe or anything like that. You don't even have to wear a mask, honestly. I mean, wearing a mask already 
limits your breathing anyways, in my opinion. So it's like, I mean, it really doesn't do any good for you. It's not natural nor normal to wear a mask all the time, but yet a lot of people have to go at their jobs or go when they're in the supermarket or go when they're walking around in a park. People are wearing their masks. They're wearing masks everywhere they go, but it's not normal. But so, so what I'm saying, going back to the vaccine, you can feel a little bit more normal with it. And if they distribute that vaccine like they distribute like anything else like sodas or like fucking drinks or like anything else that distributes constantly if they're able to distribute that like fucking bottles of water or some shit like that to the national the the massive public and you can take get your get your test get your vaccine then that really should be the solution right it's just crazy to see, like, think about the fact that they have to distribute that many vaccines. That's a lot. And that's going to cost a lot of money, too. And it's just, it's insane. Man. It's just, it's insane, but, you know, God forbid, I just hope that everything after these vaccines are distributed, the, the panic can go down a lot more. I mean, it's always going to be there. You're going to have a, a lot of panic regardless of what you do or panic or whatever, you know. People panic all the time over anything. People panicked when Trump was elected. People panicked when um, 9-11 happened. People panic all the time. They panic when they lose followers nowadays. But, um, yeah, so it's just interesting to see how this world is. I mean, currently living in this day and age of everything that's going on. It's pretty wild. I mean, I never would have sat here and thought that we'd even be talking about this. And and I never thought that the entire world would be like this. I never thought that like people would have to wear masks. I never thought that there would be this crazy outbreak that caused the entire world to shrivel up and go upside down and literally be a part of every single conversation. Literally, like, this virus has been under control of everything that we love and do every single day. From sports being canceled to, to NASCAR at one point. I mean, NFL being canceled. I mean, UFC, a lot of MMA. I mean, everything closing down. Stores having limits to how many people. Literally, like, everything you go around and everywhere you go is limited due to COVID. Like, little, that this virus has controlled the entire way of living. And it's insane to think about in a way. Like, damn, dude. That's wild shit. And it's, it's, it's pretty fucking crazy, dude. But, you know, it's like, you know, this is one of those times, you know, where you can sit and appreciate all the things that you got, all the people you have around you if you do. Or, you know, just appreciate, you know, like I appreciate all the people that are out there working hard every single day. We all are proud of those kinds of people. Those are the best kinds of people. The nurses, all the people that are around there being superheroes and stuff like that. But if you're just sitting at home with your families or you're with your places with your friends or you have kids or whatever, you have wonderful people around you and stuff like that. Take the time to cherish it. Like I said, on top of that, it's holiday season. And then on top of that, I know it's going to be tougher for people to want to go and hang out with their family members because of the coronavirus, you know, the fear. And, you know, you have a grandma that's making nice freaking mashed potatoes with gravy on it. You know, grandma's mac and cheese and stuff. Do you want grandma's mac and cheese to stay around? Then keep her safe. 
She's going to make the mac and cheese, then have her daughter bring it over to you instead of you going to see your grandmother and she dies because she tragically gets COVID, right? You wouldn't want that, would you? So kids keep grandma alive and let's practice our social distancing, which a lot of families are going to have to do. But I don't really know how many people do. Or if there's a percentage of people that do. I mean, it's the holidays. Everyone's going to want to be together. Oh, it's been so long. I haven't seen you in forever. Give me a hug. Boom. Got the COVID all over you. <laughs> it's literally like that simple. Like, you literally, it literally happened that quickly, man. It's, it's, it's wild, man. But, you know, like I said, once this, if you, if you really don't sit and think about it like that or... You know, obviously me, as as an avid thinker as I am and, you know, doing a podcast and being very open-minded and a deep thinker about a lot of things in life, it's inevitable. So, like, when I do a show like this or a podcast like this and stuff, it's for people that think similar, that think think how I do, that, that are open to different thoughts, that are open to different ways of thinking about specific things or, you know, things that go on. Things that are going on in life and, you know, responses and opinions, thoughts and different things about it. Man, Everyone's open to their own thoughts and, and opinions about different things. And, you know, sometimes people's opinions are a little outlandish or a little crazy, a little out there. But, you know, at the end of the day, everybody deserves a voice and we deserve to all talk about different things, whatever it is, you know, your interests or whatever it is that you choose to talk about. Right. There's no judging going on here. But anyways, let's let's get off a serious note. Um, we were talking about this for like twenty minutes. I was literally going to talk about this the whole entire podcast. That's the way the vibe felt like. Uh, there's so much more to talk about here on the show. Um, before we get to um, the next topic, let me quickly like talk about Thanksgiving because I just literally started thinking about food. Literally, it's tomorrow. It's too fucking late. To think, I mean, I wish it was on like Friday or something. Could could Thanksgiving be on Friday so I can have a couple days, like a day or so, to think about some things I wanted to make at last minute. I wanted to make some things at last minute. You know, you know something I've been craving. You know, not only just being a stoner and smoking so much, but you know, having good taste in and food. I think Joe Rogan said that on this on this podcast something about the what weed does for him is like it makes him enjoy food more, he's more passionate about certain things and well like I said that you know made me think about that's why I said on Friday it would be nice to have a Thanksgiving on Friday because I was just trying to make some homemade mac and cheese like hot dogs and stuff and you know like the macaroni that you get, you boil it. Obviously you know no shit, you know how to boil spaghetti and boil noodles and shit, but you know, use um specific like a block of cheese it's like i think it's it's tolomac 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 cheese or i mean i don't at the end of the day as long as it's good ass cheese has to have a good ass flavor but i'm craving like getting this big ass block of cheese and just making some bomb ass macaroni and cheese but like i'm too lazy to look at recipes and shit like that but um, maybe for next thanksgiving how about that maybe i'll feel the same way next thanksgiving and you can come up with different things. I don't know. This all happened so fast, man. So it's like everything happened so fast. I mean, this year is almost over. It's crazy. 2021 is coming up. A lot of pressure on a lot of people. I mean, not really necessarily, but like like there's a lot of pr- – I mean, it depends on if you – like I said, going back to what I was saying earlier, it depends on if you think about it like that. Some people just say, oh, another year, same day, different shit, same, same shit, different day, whatever, whatever it is you want to say. Um 
And it just depends on, like, what you what you do. I mean, it's not necessarily like, oh, new year, new me. That get, Throw that bullshit out the window because that's, that's inaccurate. You can just continue being the you that you are right now and continue to be the best person you can be. I mean, yes, it's been a very tough year. Yes, numbers are created by man. So realistically, like, oh, we're in the year this and the year. I mean, it's obviously good for labeling and timelines of events and stuff, but some people don't even look like that. Some, <laughs> some people just have shitty lives multiple years around, not just one year, not just in 2020. People just have shitty lives in general, and it doesn't matter which year it was. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'm just saying this this timeline, this certain period of time from the start of 2022 now has been substantially, substantially fucked up and terrible and filled with multiple, multiple feels of bad news, tragic deaths, shootings, police brutality, the rebirth of racism, even though racism has been around for quite some time still to this very day, but, you know, it's been a lot more looked upon and you know this negativity with the who runs the united states of america and just everything's been all fucked up not just for this year i mean it's been it's been like that for a while man it's really just how you look at it if you let it consume you or your time or anything like that if you don't let it consume you there's people that just don't give a fuck don't matter doesn't matter who the president is. It doesn't matter what you think about this or what you feel about that or if you get offended or what whatever it is. It just there's people out there that really just don't give a fuck and want to live their life day by day, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's take a little quick commercial break. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um So, all right, moving on. We got this pay-per-view matchup coming up. I guess you can call it that, but, you know, obviously it's been talked about for probably like almost like four months or so now, but Mike Tyson returning to the ring for the first time in hell of fucking long. I don't even remember how long it's been, dude. Taking on Roy Jones, who's been a lot more active than he has, for sure, but this boxing match, it's a boxing match, but it's not a boxing match, it's an exhibition bout, but... They listed, there's a list, right? This list. Oh, oh my, oh my goodness, man. So Tyson Jones fight facts. Okay, number one, no knockouts allowed. No judges ringside. Winners will not be declared. If a cut occurs, the fight is over. Eight rounds for two minutes each. USC middleweight champion Israel Adesanya is commentating. This is an exhibition. You cannot bet on the fight. Like, literally. Like, uh, what? What? Mike Tyson can't have a knockout? That already looks like if, if Mike Tyson... I mean, when we look at his... Look at Mike Tyson's uh, pad session he had with Rafael Cordero. Oh, my God. It looks like he, his hands must hurt after getting punched like that. I mean, no, Cordero's hands probably hurt from getting the pads punched by Tyson. So you're saying that any anytime Mike hits you, dude, you're going down. So what if he just hits him and knocks him out? That's going to happen. They're not wearing headgear. Mike has a bunch of power. I, this, this is not going to go good, though. Someone's getting knocked out. 
regardless of their sparring or not, because you really can't control your power. I mean, you can. You don't have to go 100%, but really, like, no cuts. So, boom, say, like, they're, 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 they're going, and, you know, it's, go, it's going on, the fight's happening, and boom, a cut happens. They're just going to stop the fight. Two-minute two minute rounds, really? Exhibition, I mean... Why not just make it a regular fight? They just like they're worried that if they took away these rules, then I think a lot more people would not call bullshit to it. Like they wouldn't feel like it's 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 fake or work or a fix or just feel weird about it in general. Like I mean, do you guys all do? Does anyone else like feel that way? Like I feel I feel weird about it. Like I don't. I mean, I watch anybody that says they're not gonna watch. They're gonna watch. They're gonna tune in. They're gonna check the results. They're gonna see what's up. But it's like realistically, it's it doesn't excite me like that because all the little rules and everything. But they undergo. Uh, they undergo quote-unquote drug testing um i don't know what else i mean it's like they're wearing 12 ounce gloves i mean i've seen worse things i mean like i mean i don't know i mean is that the how the whole card's gonna be because you got some more younger more durable more people that won't have heart attacks and stuff on there on the undercards and stuff i mean you got younger guys on there i mean you got jake paul (laughs) A YouTuber guy on the um fucking on the call on the fight on the fight card too. So I mean, is it just like Mike Tyson and Roy Jones? Is that like specific just for them because they're old? But then it's like, dude, I want to see a fight. But you get in a Mike, you get Mike Tyson in the ring, and you're sparring with Mike Tyson. Someone's getting cut. Let me just tell you right now, someone's getting cut, or someone's getting knocked out. I'm saying it here right now. And they're going to get paid a lot of money for this. That was what I was reading. I'm not going to go back and dig through Twitter to look for it. But they are getting paid, baby. They are getting paid. But, yeah. So, like I said, going back to what I was just saying. If there was no bullshit and there was real judges. And they could actually put this fight together. Like, you know, Golden Boy put together that horrendous MMA show that they did, that first and only one they ever did, then they they could make this a little bit more legitimate. I mean, look at the third fight with Tito and Chuck. Tito knocked him out, and he still won. You know, Chuck was sanctioned to fight. How about we get the same people that were sanctioned Chuck to fight, to fight, uh, to sanction the fight with Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr.? I'm not saying that they're like, they're, they're, nothing bad's gonna happen, I feel like. But, like, if something were to happen and it was sanctioned, you know how much bad shit would fall down on both of those, on everybody that was involved in sanctioning and allowing this fight to happen to the promoters, to the Nevada State Athletic Commission, to everybody that was underneath and a part that participated in this Roy Jones, Mike Tyson light fight. I mean, I think I speak for a lot of people. I think a lot of people would like to see a good old fashioned a boxing match. I mean, Roy Jones versus Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson returning. The first time since like 2005 was is it 2005? Am I? Yeah, let me fact check that shit. Let me take. Let me hold on. Let me check real quick. Let's see. So it was since the last time since 2005. His last fight it says on Wikipedia was against Kevin McBride. Um. Let's see. In 
June 11th of 2005. So it's been a long ass time since Mike Tyson's been fighting. So it's kind of crazy to see that he's coming back, man. But hey, if it's just for this, you know, I'm looking at his age, man, 54, man. You gotta protect this guy. You don't want to. You want. You don't want these guys getting hurt. But then it's like you think about Mike Tyson. I'm I'm sure Mike Tyson doesn't want anybody to be pity. Go have pity for him or you know feel bad. He's a badass motherfucker that still got nasty, ruthless hands and stuff like that. So it's gonna be a interesting. I mean, it's gonna be cool i mean hopefully no bullshit happens and stuff like that and we can get a good old-fashioned fight but if not then move on to the next thing all right ladies and gentlemen so um as you know the ufc recently announced some more matchups for the flyweight champion divitz and figueroa very very quick turnaround you know super super quick turnaround he just fought against um uh, Alex Perez, and he beat him in the first round in under under like five, under three minutes or so. So it was a quick fight for him. He got the job done by submission. Brandon Moreno also won on that card as well. So the UFC penciled in and set and confirmed Moreno versus um, Davis and Figueroa, as well as a couple of other marquee fun fights. I don't know if they're both on the same card, but we got Tony Ferguson versus Charles Oliveira. Supposedly, Michael Chandler is in um, camp now. He said it starts on Monday. And who he's going to fight, I don't know if it's going to be Dan Hooker or Justin Gaethje or something like that, but he's in camp. So it's going to be interesting to you know see who he fights against and stuff like that. So uh, real quick turnarounds for them, really exciting. No medical suspensions or nothing like that. And, you know, we get a good fight for the good, good um, quick turnaround and stuff like that. And we get some good fights. I mean, Poirier-McGregor fight just being recently confirmed for January. That's exciting to look forward to in 2021. And it just seems like the UFC likes to level up every single time and every single opportunity that they can. So that's good for that. Um, anything else we got here on the show? Um, other than that, like, yeah, I said, like, kind of what we were talking about with Thanksgiving earlier. Um, I mean, just like, you know, I'm craving that macaroni and cheese and shit like that. But... You know, I'm so fucking starving right now. I'm hungry. I can't wait for Thanksgiving. I mean, turkey sounds so good. Um, you know, just everything, you know. I, sp- I think, like, if you like food and you enjoy food as much as I do, man, it's like everything sounds good, especially with turkey, cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, gravy, all that. But, yeah, you know, I can, you can only hope for that. But that sounds so fucking good and so delicious. So, yeah, I'm going to kick back and relax. Um, I do have one more shift later on tonight. Um, then I'm off Thursday and Friday. And then I come back Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I think. Or I'm off Tuesday, but I come back. But anyway, we'll be back on the podcast and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. But we won't be back till after Thanksgiving because, like I said, it's not normal for people to not be with their families on Thanksgiving. Unless you don't have a family or if you want to do a cool podcast or something like that, then then by all means do whatever makes you happy. But yes, we will be back um after Thanksgiving. Man, I'm so fucking ready. I will go and shop last minute if need be, ladies and gentlemen. So um anyways, I, I think that's it. Every everything we got today, ladies and gentlemen. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter, Instagram, G the King, official on Instagram, G, G T King, 
G the King in May on Twitter, excuse me, KWTK Pod on Instagram and Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, you can follow us everywhere. We're available everywhere you get your show, especially on Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, everywhere you get your shows too, ladies and gentlemen. We're available. Tune in every single week. We're available free, obviously. And um, like I said, like, share, rate, and review and i sincerely hope you guys have a good fun-filled thick and fun-filled thanksgiving get stuffed full of turkey eat whatever the fuck you want smoke a good ass joint before you do it though and drink some good uh corona corona beer modelo modelo especial as we close the show for this the this uh 308th time plus probably more than 308 times considering the fact that we got the segment episodes that we have on this podcast feed as well and we've literally like literally over 308 times we've done this same goddamn thing, ladies and gentlemen. So, without further ado, my name is Gabor Hernandez, and it's been a pleasure, ladies and gentlemen. I cannot wait for the next one. I cannot wait for the 400, 408th episode. I can't wait for the 508th episode. I mean, just imagine how we're going to be in the next few years. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be insane. I cannot wait, and I'm sure you guys can as well. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Just...